All right, Mark chapter number 9 and in uh, verse number 14. This passage here is uh, the disciples, and this has been a passage I've been kind of meditating on for a while. Um, I've, I've preached on fasting here before. Um, but the, the disciples and this dad in this passage had some believing issues. And that's what I'd like to preach on. Today. Just believe. Believe. Must read. Verse number 14 of Mark chapter 9, it says, And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them, and the scribes questioning with them, and straightway all the people, when they beheld him, were greatly amazed, and running to him, saluted him. And he asked the scribes, What question he with them? And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and he gnasheth with his teeth, and he pineth away. And I spake to, his, to thy disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. And he answered him and saith, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. And oftentimes it cast him unto the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the Lord, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into him. And the spirit cried and rent him sore, and came out of him, and he was one as, and he was as one dead, insomuch that many said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he arose. And when he was coming to the house, his disciples asked him privately, Why could not we cast him out? And he said unto them, This kind cometh forth by nothing, but by prayer and fasting. You know what I see in this? I see this in this 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 chapter here. In these, these, between these verses of fourteen, nineteen, I see a challenge of belief. This challenge of this this dumb devil is that it was he's called a devil in another passage over there in Mark and in Luke. And I see this challenge that opposed to these disciples. This challenge of belief. I mean, there was this great multitude about. And Jesus told them over there in Mark chapter 6, if you just wanted to turn back just a couple of pages, we won't turn to them all because I know this is after a potluck. Mark chapter 6 and verse number 7, he says, And he called unto the twelve and began to send them forth two by two and gave them power over the unclean spirits. He gave them power to do this. In Luke chapter number 9 verse number 1, it says he gave them power to all. All uh, devils, unclean spirits, and to cure all diseases. All. I don't know what all means to you, but all means everything. That's what it means to me. I mean, if you go, what's another word? Everything? All? I don't know. Pastor would probably give you four or five of them. I can't do it, but I... <laughs> He's the word guy. But in verse number 30, in this passage says, he says they couldn't do it. So straightway all the people when they beheld him were greatly amazed and ran him, saluted him, and 
One of the multitude answered said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which thou hast a dumb spirit, and whatsoever he takes me from us. I, I spake to thy disciples, and they could cast him out, and they could not do it. He's talking about believing. Talking, these guys had a challenge here. They had some distractions. I mean, I can't imagine what it's like. I try to, I always try to imagine how this was going through, and I, I see this great multitude come across, you know, and, and there's Peter. I mean, they wasn't even doing it in Jesus' name at this point. They weren't casting out stuff in Jesus' name. They just had the power. I don't see the power of Jesus till Acts. When there's Peter, come out of him! <laughs> it don't work. <laughs> All the disciples looking at Peter and like, well, how come that didn't work? <laughs> You're up, Andrew. Andrew comes up. Come out of him! <laughs> no. <laughs> that didn't work. And they just go on down the line. James, John, Philip, Bartholomew. Nope. Doesn't work. Thomas, Matthew, Thaddeus. None of them had the power to get this unclean spirit out, this deaf, dumb spirit out of them. Even though Jesus had before told him, you know what, you, this spirit will come out. I give you the power, but it ain't working this time. And people start asking for these distractions. People start asking. And the disciples, the, I imagine the disciples just going, how come this ain't working? And he's talking to Andrew. Andrew's like, I don't know. This is the first time this ever happened. <laughs> how come it ain't working? Scribes start asking. Man, aren't you guys Jesus' disciples? Aren't you his disciples? Said then this was worked over over here in Capernaum. How come it ain't working now? And up comes Jesus. I'm just saying it was a challenge for this challenge for the disciples and this belief. It was a challenge for the dad and this dumb devil. You know, in this challenge, I see the dad's dedication. Verse number 17 in the same chapter there, Mark chapter 9, he says, and one of the multitude said, Master, I mean, he doesn't even wait. Look at this with me. And verse number six, 16, 15, and straightway all the people when they beheld him were greatly amazed and running to him, I'm sorry, I apologize, first one. And when he came to his disciples, he saw a great multitude about them and the scribes questioning with them, Right? And Jesus comes in, and they see Jesus, and Jesus comes up and says, What question ye with them? So Jesus is going right to the scribes. And this guy just says, Nope, I'm answering. I got this son. He's got a problem. Doesn't even give the chance for the scribes to even come in. He says, And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which hath a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and he gnasheth with his teeth, and he pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples, and they could, they could not cast him out. I mean, I'm just talking about he had some challenges. This has been going on a long time. Jesus said it down. I mean, he said it down there in verse number 20. He said, since of a child, this had happened. From a child. So I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if it was like the maniac Adara where he says, go, go home to thy, thy friends and tell them how good things the Lord had done for thee. I don't know if he's hanging out in the wrong place or the wrong time and something just happened to him or something just came in. Maybe I have no idea. I don't know. 
But the Bible says it happened to him as a child. I don't know if he's a grown man at this point. I imagine he's not a child anymore. He didn't say a little while ago when he was a child. But it had been going on for a long time. He was dedicated to his son. I see more challenges that he faced in this belief in, in verse number 22. And oftentimes it cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. That destroy him. Remember last time I was up in 1 Peter 5 8. Be sober, be vigilant, for your adversary the, the devil walks about as a roaring lion, seeking who may devour. He, he wants to destroy you. He wants to devour you. He wanted to cast this kid into the fire, cast him into the water. Remember that over there in the Maniacadera? Maniacadera comes over and all the legion comes out and they say, cast us into the pigs. We just want to go into the pigs. The dev- That's where the devils wanted to go, the pigs. And then the pigs ran violently into the sea. sea. Over in that water. I'm saying that this dad, he didn't give up. Man, he was dedicated. He was desperate. Luke 9.38 says it was his only child. Who knows how far he had to travel? I know you're always reading the scripture and that people like they heard of Jesus and there was noise abroad that Jesus was in the house and there was no room to receive him at the door. And they all come and he said, finally, there's someone that can heal my son. And he gets up there. He brings his son up to the disciples. And one by one, Peter, nope. Andrew, nope. Simon, nope. Bartholomew, nope, doesn't work. Finally, Jesus steps up there. The guy he'd been waiting for. What are you questioning with him? I got this son that just needs help. You know, he's just desperate. He's discouraged. Verse number 25, even after Jesus healed him, says, Thou deaf and dumb spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter him no more unto him. And the spirit cried, verse 26, and rent him sore and came out of him. He was as one dead in so much they said he's dead. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> his son's healed. He's down there. And they're like, yep, Jesus just killed your boy. <laughs> he's dead. I mean, I'm just talking about believing. Right. <laughs> Here's this guy. <laughs> What's this help? Wants to believe on it. <laughs> they killed him. I mean, it's, we can laugh a little bit, but I mean, it's, it's not that funny. Now I'm just saying the dad had some challenges in his belief. He was desperate. He was discouraged, but he was dedicated to his son. Not only was there a challenge in belief for the disciples and the dad, but there was a challenge in belief to this dad. Mark chapter 9, verse 21, it says, And he asked his father, or excuse me, and he asked his father, this was the demon's dad, he asked the dad, How long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, Of a child. I mean, why did he ask that question? I mean, Jesus knows. I mean, amongst all that, that's the question Jesus is going to ask? 
Why? How did he say it? I mean, the dad just got done explaining everything that happened to him in verse 17 and 18. And one of the multitude said, Master, I brought to thee my deaf and dumb spirit, my son with his deaf, dumb spirit. And whatsoever he take them, he teareth them. And he foameth and he gnasheth with his teeth and he pineth away. I mean, he's going through all these things that just happened to his son. Have you ever seen a demon-possessed person? We go down the rescue mission, and when they get a demon-possessed person, they start talking like this, and they grind their teeth so tight that it's just like, I mean, you know. I mean, you clinch because you're like, what's coming out of that guy? It really is. You know, how you do? No. (laughs) Not how you doing. You just kind of, you're on edge. Because he's trying to, uh, <laughs> you'll see it out in the wilderness. <laughs> and he explains these things that are happening. He explains these things, and then they bring over his son, and his son's just laying there on the ground, and he's foaming away at the mouth and he's pining as that's what it says and they brought him unto him and when they saw him straightway the spirit tear him and he fell on the ground and was wallowing and foaming and Jesus looks over at the dad and goes how long has he been like this? (laughs) I mean I don't know how he said it okay I really don't but Jesus is very charitable very loving very long suffering very kind I do not think he was mocking this guy But of all the questions to ask, and he answers it. He said, of a child. And then he just goes and he relives every single of the worst moments that ever happened in his life with his son. Every single one. And oftentimes it casts him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus replies in verse 23, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Do you think that was a challenge for him? (laughs) I mean, given in the context of everything that just happened, kid coming in. He's relived every single one of the worst nightmares that's ever happened to his kid. I mean, rushing into a fire to get your kid out of a fire and bringing him back out of the fire. Kid runs into a pond or a lake or a river or something. I don't know what it was. And he pulls him out and saves him from there. And he just tells the Lord, he did all these things. And if thou canst help him, help him. He goes, you can now help him. If if thou believe, all things are possible. (laughs) I mean, roller coaster. At the least. That was his charge. There was a challenge, but there's also a charge in believing. That's what Jesus charged him with. If thou canst believe, all things are possible. If you believe. You ever prayed and God answered your prayer? Amen. Amen. I've been challenged with that. I got reminded one when I was downstairs. I remember I got mocked a little bit over here, just right over here. Showed up and it was, we had to do this chimney. 
And these guys started mocking me because it, it was raining. We, we had this day to get this chimney done. And I said, oh, you better call upon your God, Mike, because if we don't get, if we can't do it now today, then we're not going to be able to do it. We can't come back later. And they were, they called me out. What you going to do? Thou canst believe. All things are possible. So I prayed right there in front of them. I said, Lord, can you just keep the rain? Lord, we need to get this job done. Lord, I just need to get this job done. Can you hold off the rain until we get all this brick laid on this chimney? And you know what the Lord did? <laughs> I'm lying, I'm dying. I li- we literally finished. I, I mocked them too, by the way. I pulled the L. I did. I'm up on the roof and you could, see, and this was just mind blowing. I'm up on the roof and I'm looking and I'm talking 50 yards out. I can see it raining in a field and it's not raining right where I'm standing. And I go, look it out there. It's raining out there right now. It's not raining where I'm standing. I go, thank you, Jesus. And these, they're all looking, they look out there and they're like, it is. <laughs> and I, and I got to tell the full truth now. I literally covered up the chimney with a big, huge mortar bag, a mutual bag. I covered up the chimney. And as soon as I got the chimney covered, boosh, starts raining. You know, my first thought was, you couldn't have waited a little longer. <laughs> That's the full truth, by the way. He said, I did what you asked. <laughs> Till we get the chimney done. That's what you said. I'm just talking about believing. I'm talking about a challenge. I'm talking about a charge. I see this dad's desire. Verse number 24. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. You know what he cried out with tears? He said, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. He went from, if thou canst, if thou canst, Boy, I've prayed that way. If thou canst. Need to pray more. Help my unbelief. There's a charge of belief to the dad. Not only was there a charge of belief for the dad, but there's a charge of belief to the disciples. Turn over there to Matthew chapter number 17. We'll finish here. Same passage. Matthew chapter 17. And in verse number 15. And in verse number, this is the same passage. Verse number 16 says, I brought him to disciples and they could not cure him. Um, verse number 19, then came Jesus to the apart and said, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto him, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. You know what? It's good the disciples desired to know why they couldn't. 
They're like, what? You know what? This doesn't. This didn't. It didn't work. How come we couldn't do it? I mean, I had to be, imagine if they were sitting there and watching. They were telling this Jesus telling the dad, you know what? If thou believe, all things are possible. And the disciples were like, well, we were believing. It didn't work for us. We're, we're we're the ones that walked with you. We're the ones you picked us. But now we couldn't do it. And Jesus says, because of your unbelief. But whose power you got? Is it you? Or is it God's? Who are the people looking at? You? Or looking at God? Right. Who are you giving credit to? You? Or God? Right. Whose will is it? Yeah. Yours? Or God's? Did you even pray about it? I remember Pastor Farley said, you better, you better pray for you help anybody. I didn't even write this in my notes too, but they said, this kind cometh out by prayer and fasting. Job, they sat around with Job seven days. It doesn't say they fasted and prayed. (laughs) You can go wherever you want with that one. They weren't praying and fasting. I imagine if they prayed and fasted, then after seven days, I imagine Job would have felt a lot better. My guess. Don't, that's not, do whatever you want with it. It's just an observation. Did you fast about it? Who's your faith in? Is it in you? Me? Or is it in God? I can do all things, Philippians 4.13, popular verse. I can do all things through Christ with strengtheneth me, right? It's not I can do all things through Mike Nemeth because Mike Nemeth ate a bunch of food and now I'm good to go. You know what I'm saying? Proverbs 3, Lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Not lean unto your own understanding, which is what we like to do. And how come this ain't working? And I don't know. It's always worked before. Well, maybe I'll just fix it myself this time. Did you pray about it? Did you fast about it? There was a challenge in belief. There was a charge in belief. There was a cure in belief. This cure was in that devotion. It says, Howbeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting. In Mark Matthew chapter nine, he says, How come the disciples, you know, the disciples they don't they don't wash their hands, they don't pray, they don't fast. And he gives them that illustration. He says, You know what, they don't need the bridegroom, the bridegroom's here. He said, you know What? Why should they need to fast when I'm right here with them? He's in my presence. I'm in their presence. We don't need to fast. Right? God's presence is with them. So they need to fast for His presence there. But in 1 Samuel chapter 7, they prayed. They fasted. They dumped out water. The lamb came down. 
I mean that they, they he slaughtered the lamb, the thunder, there's the presence of God. And they go from fasting to fighting. Samuel prayed and they got the pardon. They said, you know what? The Lord's going to help them. They're going to forgive them. They get that pardon. The presence of God shows up in that thunder. He protects them. All the Philistines, they go and slay them all. And it was a public fast. All of them did it together. So now I told us, taught this before. Second Samuel, David, he did it privately. He fasted for what he did with over the baby with Bathsheba, the private fast, personal fast for a pardon. I'll skip some of these other ones. But fasting and prayer is to be expected. Especially amongst a believer. Do you believe? Do you believe? The Lord said when you fast, when you pray. Not if. He said when. When you pray. You know what? Pray and fast. You know, do it with, do it with passion. Like Anna did. Luke chapter 2. Here in Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, it says, Howbeit this kind cometh not out but by prayer and by fasting. You know what? You, get, you, had to, you want the power of God in your life. You say, I don't want the power to cast out demons. Is that what it's all about? I certainly think that's what this is about. But do you want the power of God in your life? I think that's more along the lines. Is it just us, me doing the work? Did I pray about it? Did I fast about it? Am I filled just with Mike Nemeth and Mike's ways? Or did I empty myself? Because prayer is emptying yourself, amen? Fasting is emptying yourself, amen? Humbling yourself on there unto God. Or you just want to do it by yourself? and wonder how come it ain't working. You know, I want God's presence and power in my life. You know, the dad in here, he devoted everything to Christ, and his son was cured. The Bible said he cried out with tears. That's emptying yourself. When you cry out with tears, that's what David did, by the way. David said over there, I wrote it down, First Samuel, I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> when the Amalekites came in and David was, was just on the run and not doing good, and the Amalekites came in, sacked all Zig's lag, and they took all his wives and his, and all the mighty men and all his, all his brethren was gonna stone him. Yeah. I mean, it's David. We're gonna stone you because you made a bad, you made a bad decision. Because he was doing things his way. He wasn't praying and fasting about that. He was just doing David's thing. But you know what it says? It says he, it says he, they wept until he had no more power to weep. 
And the word power is specifically used in that sentence, in that verse, until they had no more power to weep. Lord, he emptied himself. Then the Bible says he encouraged himself in the Lord and inquired of the Lord. This father here, he cried out with tears and he said, you know what? He said, I believe. Help thou mine unbelief. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. You know what? He emptied himself. You know what? Christ is that cure. He is that cure. God forbid that we think we're the cure. Amen. Mike Nemeth is not a cure for anything. Anything. But God is. Jesus will help you. Mike can't do nothing. I give up here and I spill my heart out to you. I hope this was a blessing to you. But Christ is the cure. What do you believe in today? Do you believe? There's a challenge out. There was a challenge in this passage for the dad and the disciples. There was a charge for these dad and disciples. There was a cure for those dad and disciples. You know, Christ is the cure. How devoted are you? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this message. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for saving our souls. I thank you for each and every person here today. Lord, I pray we take this to heart, Lord, and just... uh Lord, just continue loving you. And I thank you for everybody here in this book especially. In Jesus' name, amen.